I am your host with the most, Tyler Mack. Thank you for joining again. If you are here for the first time, welcome, welcome. Take off your shoes, prop up your feet, stay a while, and we're going to have some fun. If you are returning again, thank you so much for showing up week in and week out and supporting the show in any way you can. Just a reminder, follow us on all sorts of social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like us on Facebook, give us a follow on Twitter, we're constantly tweeting about all the nerdy things happening. Also give a follow to some of our fellow podcasts that you hear throughout the shows, and every now and then you will hear ads and promos from fellow podcasters in the independent podcast industry. So please give them a follow and a listen as well. Well, I am going to do a series of talks over the next couple of days about what we got to witness at New York Comic Con. Now, I will not be as in detail as a lot of our counterparts. Uh, our dear friends at the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour and Three Fat Nerds, they have been tearing it up on twitch.tv slash 607podcasts. They have some very in-depth uh, discussion after each night on that channel, twitch.tv slash 607podcasts. I highly recommend you give them a follow and watch those. They were very and uh, they were very in detail and talked about everything that happened within New York Comic Con. I'm only going to talk about some of the bigger things that came out of the the weekend. Uh, some of the things that stuck out to me personally. So some things I will not dive so deeply into. However, if you're looking for that, go check out Rich and Ken M at. Uh, twitch.tv slash 607 podcasts. Also check out their individual podcasts, Ocho Duro Parley Hour and Three Fat Nerds. They're doing some fantastic stuff with New York Comic Con, talking all about it. Um, I also highly recommend that if you can, go back and watch some of the, I know they're on their YouTube channel, New York Comic Con. They had everything. They partnered with YouTube. Uh, they had the Metaverse going on their website, findthemetaverse.com. Uh, so if those are still up, if you're able to, go back and watch some of the stuff uh, that I'm going to be talking about and other independent podcasts are talking about. So that's all the business. So why don't we get into the show? It's time to get nerdy. It's the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your host, Tyler Mack. <laughs> Brought to you by Advertising Expressions, Encore Theatrical Company, Freddy Cat Productions, and Ashley Lodge Photography. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. 
Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join the conversation by using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find the show in the Pod Nation at podchaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email the show at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Cheers to you, nerds. Now get ready to nerd out with your host, the sweet tea of the nerdy south, your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Welcome, welcome. As I said earlier, this is all about New York Comic Con. Things that stuck out to me, things that intrigued me in the few days that we had. Now, just like DC Fandom, this was all online, all virtual, a lot pre-recorded. However, so much came out of it. I want to talk a little bit about the two things that that stuck out of me in, well, the three things that stuck out of, to me in the Alienware kickoff shows. Uh, each day. Now, the kickoff show uh, started with uh, each day had comic book writer, host, and very outspoken YouTuber Grace Randolph and Jackie Izawa from Rooster Teeth. If you're a fan of Red vs. Blue, that's all Rooster Teeth. If you do know Grace Randolph, though, you may love her as a comic book writer. However, you probably hate her as a persona slash YouTube personality. She's a very polarizing person with very um, odd and scathing opinions of people uh, and entertainment, especially Jessica Chastain. She hates Jessica Chastain, and you can find all of her YouTube videos. Uh, that's Grace Randolph. She has some very outspoken, terrible things that she says about Jessica Chastain. Don't know what her problem is with her, but she hates her. Uh, and she's a very outspoken, very opinionated person. So it was very shocking to see that they would have her hosting this panel for our culture, if you will, and her being such kind of a negative entity on YouTube. It's just very intriguing that they would have her. Um, but whatever. So one thing they led off with in one of these panels, I think it was day one, was a nice little meet and greet with... Uh, Abu Baker Salim from Raised by Wolves. Uh, if you have not seen this show yet, I highly recommend it. Check it out. I have not finished it, but I am a fan. Uh, in this interview, we got some cool insights to uh, Salim's character of father. Uh, from his dad jokes to his tight silver suit that he has to wear. Uh, he took us through some moments off screen and on informed us that he is taking dad joke suggestions for season two so if you know any good dad jokes i can honestly say i am not a father i am not a husband however i tell the best dad jokes many people would think i have three kids at home and a nine to five job with the amount of dad jokes that i tell if you have any good dad jokes he completely invites you please send them to him via twitter that's at a b z y b a b z y Abzy Babsy. Yeah. While talking about his Android character, he uh, talked a little on his new video game, Studio Silver Rain. Uh, one thing I did like about this conversation is how he built up video gaming as an art form and an entertainment media. 
Uh, it's talking about how it doesn't gain the respect, say, that literature does. Um, uh, my favorite question that he was asked was, why do you think that nice guys are starting to finish first in entertainment? It's, and then he went on to say, it's genuine empathy. It's honest, and people connect with that, especially in today's world with how we are living in such extremes these days. It's nice and refreshing to see this. Now, I will tell you, if you try to go back and watch this interview, there are spoilers, obviously, for Race by Wolves, so you have been warned. Another thing that came out of the kickoff panels that I really enjoyed was the sit-down with Alex Winter uh, from, obviously, Bill and Ted, as well as the Lost Boys. In his interview, we got to hear how the movie became a reality and what got Alex and Keanu back together uh, and got them into character after so long. Uh, Winner also talked about the different versions of Bill and Ted that the film will allow us to see, uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, and how that was as a performer to basically act with different versions of yourself. Uh, he also talked about uh, being a theatrical guy, he was a Broadway kid uh, in two back-to-back very long-running shows, so he was used to like makeup and the theatrical aspect of it. Um, if you don't know a lot about Alex Winter and have only seen him uh, in Bill and Ted uh, or The Lost Boys, uh, it's, it really does not show his well-roundedness well. You need to really look into Alex Winter and see if you can find some of his other stuff because he is a true, genuine theater person. He came from the theater world. So do not judge him on those two type of characters that he played. They did also talk about the passing of legendary rock star Eddie Van Halen, which we were all saddened by, uh, and his impact on our planet. Alex does have a documentary coming out uh, on HBO Max called Showbiz Kids. And another movie coming out soon about Frank Zappa. So we will have to check that out. I believe the documentary uh, called Showbiz Kids on HBO Max is actually on right now. So if you missed any of the coverage from New York Comic Con, you should subscribe to their YouTube channel and go back uh, and watch anything you can. Um, if they're still up, that is. Uh, the event was set up with a main stage and a center stage uh, with so many different fandoms and so many different kinds of nerds virtually gathering. Uh, this is obviously not how most of us wanted to do New York Comic Con, but uh, it is what it is. And the last few days have been jam-packed with nerdy little wonders even after the event is over. Um, and you can tune in here. Uh, or tune in to our fellow podcasters that have been discussing it. Check out New York Comic Con's YouTube, uh, YouTube channel and see if some of that stuff is still available. Uh, but yes, uh, 30 Nerdy Podcast is going to bring you uh, some of the bigger things that came out of New York Comic Con. Uh, so tune in uh, over the next few days. Uh, definitely follow New York City Comic Con. I highly recommend you following them at NY underscore comic underscore con on Twitter and subscribing to their YouTube channel, New York City Comic Con. Let's get to some of the mini panels and topics, though, that we got out of this jam-packed virtual weekend. 
The first thing I wanted to talk about is the DC's Justice League Endless Winter panel. Despite the puns, this panel was exciting uh, for DC and comic book fans. Uh, Andy Lanning and Ron Mars, the creators of the project, were talking about the moderator with the moderator Alex Carr. Uh, some of the things that I grasped from this panel were uh, it's going to be a nine-issue event. Uh, it is a big, bold superhero crossover. Um, its big bad guy is literally called the Frost King from Viking mythology of the Endless Winter. This is the predecessor of Ragnarok and Viking lore. So no, they did not get it from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones got it from Viking lore. Uh, there's also kind of a, a feel of the, the um, long winter ghostly creatures. Uh, we've seen this play out. So it'll be cool to see it cross with the DC characters that we love. Um, you're going to want to research the character Viking Prince, though. If you are just an average reader, you may not know who Viking Prince is. Uh, the event did spawn off of Justice League Viking. So I recommend that you go check this panel out as well as Justice League Viking and any of the precursors to this event to get you in the mindset. Uh, the a really cool thing is we're going to get to see Hippolyta, Queen Hippolyta, uh, as a main story arc, and it will also kind of cross time. Uh, and we'll get to see this time frame, and then we'll get to see this time frame, and how it affects each individual. Uh, so that that's going to be a very cool uh, story to see play out. And in a time where people are at home more, I've talked about this a few times with with other uh, podcasters like Rich from 3FN and uh, uh, Ken and ODPH, um, as well as the East Coast Avengers. Uh, there was a crossover episode we did, Crisis of the Infinite Nerdiverses, also with uh, our dear friend Dre Driven uh, on Twitter. I highly recommend you follow him and all those other podcasts. Um, we had a nice little talk about in this time where people are at home in this quarantine aspect of life, comic books have really uh, seen an increase uh, more digitally than actually bought and uh, physically read, but uh, especially with DC Universe uh, turning into a comic book outlet of sorts. Um, this is a time to read these things. You're at home. Some people are still not working. Some people are still... Uh, quarantined and, and in a lockdown of sorts. So you're at home and you are looking for something to do. Read comics, man. Uh, if you were interested in these stories, these characters, I highly recommend uh, reading these comics to get ready for DC's Justice League Endless Winter. Uh, let's move on to another panel that has stuck out to me. And obviously, we are all still reeling from the game-changing finale of Season 2 of The Boys. They were celebrating it as well. Uh, what a perfect time to have the panel. Uh, the man himself, Eric Kripke, hosted the panel and was joined by Carl Urban, Jack Quaid, Aaron Moriarty, Laz Alonzo, Karen Ukara, Jesse T. Usher, Aya Cash, Chase Crawford, Tamara Campo. Um... This panel was great. It was very funny. Uh, they all, they even had a a video sent in from Homelander himself answering a question 
and doing a very, very funny inside joke. Uh, I don't want to, I'm not going to like verbally play it out for you because it just wouldn't hit as good as the joke is. You should definitely go check out this panel if you can. Um, so most of this panel was questions from the fans. Uh, I liked getting to know more about Aya Cash, uh, who plays Str- Stormfront, who in real life is absolutely nothing like the character she plays in the show. Um, I like how she talked about the slow manipulation that the character does uh, to people um, and kind of manipulates us as an audience member uh, until we, you know, see her full, her and her full glory, who she really is. You know, it was a full of manipulation. Uh, we found out that either Laz or Carl are probably the biggest pranksters on set, and that apparently Shaquille O'Neal is a huge fan and really wants to be on the show. I would definitely cash that in. I would make it happen somehow if I'm Kripke for season three. I find some way to include Shaq on the show. Um, I also liked hearing from Chase Crawford, a.k.a. The Deep, because he has some weird scenes in both seasons. So it's kind of nice to see less of The Deep and more of the guy who plays him. Uh, The final question was actually from Aisha Tyler, and it was, what three ways can fans prepare for the season finale? Uh... What a fantastic question to ask. How, how did you all feel about the finale? Uh, let me know. Hit me up on the hashtag 30nerdypod. Email me 30nerdypod at gmail.com because if you have yet to catch up on season two of The Boys, don't know what you're waiting for. It was absolutely fantastic and mind-bending and game-changing and just wow. Uh, we're still reeling from it, obviously, so this was a great time to, to gear us up for it because as this panel was going, the finale was that night, so uh, I recommend that you watch this panel. I recommend that you catch up on the boys if you haven't. If you have seen that finale, please, please, please. We know that Kripke is bringing in his his brother, uh, Jensen Ackles, for season three. Uh, as you know, I have a... a there is an extension of 30 and 30 podcast called The Road So Far, and it happens uh, weekly. Uh, me and the Rev of Rants himself uh, break down a uh, couple episodes each week from the pilot, and we are going through The Road So Far, so tune into that. So I'm ob- we're obviously very big Eric Kripke fans of what he creates. Jensen Ackles is coming into the boys' season three, so that's exciting. Um but keep up with that. Uh, tune in to more uh, 30 and Nerdy podcast as well as our friends at other podcasts covering this stuff. And we will get to more of what came out of New York Comic Con after a brief uh, break. We're going to step away for a few minutes and we'll be back. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at onlinewarriorspodcast.com. 
Welcome back. Let's continue to dive into New York Comic Con. One of the other panels that stuck out to me was Ready Player Two. Um, I am a huge fan of the book, Ready Player One, and obviously the movie was great. Uh, Will Wheaton and Ernie Klein uh, were the conversationalists about this highly anticipated sequel. Now, as we know, the film was game-changing, no pun intended, uh, for us gamer and movie fans. Uh, I enjoyed it. Klein did talk a little bit about the experience of, uh, of Spielberg loving his book and making the film and driving his DeLorean to the premiere. Uh, Will Wheaton was actually personally requested by Klein to narrate Rare Player One's audiobook. Um, I've got to say, Will Wheaton would belong in the high-ranking aspects of the Order of Nerd, or the Nerdarchy, if you will. The man is timeless in our culture. Looks like he hasn't aged terribly. He has aged very well. Um, Spielberg even said that his work is basically combining a past he was a part of in the 80s and a future that he knows is inevitable. It is quite a show to... uh, It's a shock, really, on how much of Klein's actual life made it into the book. Um, I'm looking forward to Ready Player Two. Uh, In a small panel, we got a small tease of the synopsis a little bit, and it got me ready for the book, I tell you that much. And I imagine that Will Wheaton will do the audio book for Ready Player Two when it comes time. Speaking of great stories and great books, we've got another one coming very soon. X of Swords, Ten of Swords, however you want to call it. Massive crossover saga, huge event comes out of a lot of things that were laid into motion during House of X and Excalibur. Uh, The first of five parts are on stands now. Uh, The stakes are are pretty high here. Uh, There is so much being unloaded in that panel, X of Swords. Uh, check it out if you can. Uh, some teases we got uh, include brand new faces like the sword bearers, uh, characters that we get to meet. There will be a brand new nemesis for Wolvie uh, named Solemn, who will be like his version of Loki. Wakanda will be included with Storm's Search of the Sword, and there is a tournament involved. X-Force is involved. Uh, This story will not be short on mutants and favorite characters. This is a cannot-miss saga. So if you have not started it yet, go out and get the first five parts uh, that are on stands now for X of Swords. Read them uh, and get ready to continue because this is a huge event. I mean, this is possibly a year, year year-and-a-half event that could, could change the game for Marvel and mutant fans uh, of the comics. Also, speaking of a fantastic... I mean, the comics really had fantastic uh, announcements and things that came out of New York Comic Con. Venom, King in Black. This is one I'm very excited of. Uh, It's a crossover event that will change everything. This will involve almost every major Marvel hero as they rally around Venom and Eddie Brock uh, as they come to their final battle with Null, the god of the symbiotes. This panel was hosted by Devin Lewis and Saw creators uh, 
Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. Uh, talk. It saw them talk a little bit about what brought them here, uh, where it could see us going in the future. They talked about what led up to this and how it's going to culminate in the final pages of this penultimate crossover. I do not want to talk too much about this because you need to read these for yourself and prepare for the final showdown. Venom fans will obviously be entranced with what the character uh, has in store and the amazing story threads that he gets to travel through uh, leading into this and, of course, this uh, particular final story. Uh, the Watch. Yvette Nicole Brown hosted the panel for BBC America's new show, The Watch. Uh, this show is set in a fictional uh, Discworld's principal city of uh, Ankh Morpork. Morpork? Ankh Morpork. Uh, the Watch was described by uh, Terry Pratchett as a Pratchett style CSI. And by narrative as a punk rock thriller. Uh, It is to have an episodic storyline following the format of a crime of the week as tackled by the city's police force under the command of Sam Vimes. Uh, It's inspired by Pratchett's book but deviates from the source material a little bit. There is personification, death, Love, fun, drama, darkness, comedy, and quite a bit more if you get to see this trailer. The show has Wendell Pierce voicing Death, and the first look alone has me very excited for it. You should definitely check this panel out and see if you can find the first looks um, trailer, if you will. Uh, Fans of Game of Thrones will recognize Richard Dormer, uh, also known as Lord Beric Dondarrion. The Lord of Blackhaven. This will come out January of 2021 at BBC America. And you should definitely check out the trailer. I highly recommend it. Very exciting stuff. So the next panel uh, that I wanted to discuss that stood out to me was one that I was probably... uh, uh, probably the most excited for uh, out of the weekend, uh, the Batman Beyond panel. Uh, this was hosted by film publicist uh, Gary Murano, and uh, Murano, I think is his last name. And it starred voice actor and director Andrea Romano, Eric Matthews, and Terry McGinnis himself, Will Friedle, and the legend and Batman. Kevin Conroy. This panel was fun. Uh, it, it shocked me because <laughs> it opened my eyes to the fact that Batman Beyond premiered 21 years ago. Seems like yesterday. It was really cool to hear stories from from them because it's funny that Batman Beyond was actually Wilfred L first time doing voice acting Uh, and Conroy's first time was Batman the Animated Series in 1991 so both of them their first time doing voice acting was to be Batman Uh, I think that's kind of ironic and fun Um, there's some cool cool, little coincidence there I think 
One thing I also realized is that I need to get in to voice acting. At the time Batman Beyond was made, they were paying $900 a session. Now this means every time they sat down to record, boom, $900. Sometimes a day would have multiple sessions, too. And think about if you're doing a show that has, you know, 21, 22 episodes in it, in a season. Um, sometimes uh, hearing these stories uh, and how each each of these people have brought so much uh, to the legacy of Batman reminds you just how much of a legacy the Cape Crusader has. Now, these are just two voices in the Batman era, but there's been you know so many more voices and people physically uh, playing the part as well as people who have drawn the character and illustrated the character and given the character its dialogue and comics. The Batman legacy is one that has definitely brought some big names together and launched the careers of some other names. So I really enjoyed that panel. Uh, I think it's crazy that um, it's been 21 years. I was 10 years old when Batman Beyond started airing, and it just does not seem like it's been that long. Um, I, I was kind of hoping for some tease, maybe the return of the animated show or on HBO Max or, you know, something with Terry McGinnis. Like, oh, hey, by the way, we're here to announce that Terry McGinnis is going to be appearing in Flashpoint. Or whatever. Um, I think it really would would have been cool to get something out of this panel because it was so uh, nostalgic. It was just a lot of fun. Years ago, a father and his family lived in a big, bright house. Thirty and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Dark Sky Films, relentlessly gripping possession thriller. Hosts. And one day, the father decided to invite some guests inside. Do you know how this story ends? On Christmas Eve, an innocent couple become host to a malicious entity. Throughout the night, they terrorize a family of five in unimaginably violent and disturbing ways. They destroy everything he loves. These demonic possessions mark the beginning of a worldwide supernatural takeover. And the family of five who fall victim to the first attack are the unfortunate ones to experience the start of this horrific epidemic. A dark and bloody insight on how lying to your loved ones can not only alienate them, but can completely destroy the bonds you have with them forever. Directors Richard Oakes and Adam Leader bring you a tense, bloody thrill ride for those brave enough to 
to buy the ticket. Produced by Gillian Williams and Craig Hendy. Hosts is a gripping story that will keep you on the plate till the very end. While serving up plenty of helpings of horror and gore. Starring Samantha Loxley. Neil Ward, Nadia Lemon, and Frank Jakeman. In my room. Just in time for Halloween, hosts comes to video on demand and digital October 2nd, 2020, and is rated R. Don't you want to be set free? All right, the last thing I want to talk about here is, uh, since I'm doing multiple episodes, I don't want to keep you each episode, so the last thing that I want to talk about for this first uh, first little part of breaking down New York Comic Con, uh, I think was a massive, massive showing for the Red Brand, for Marvel, for Hulu as a streaming service. If you're even half a fan of Marvel, you know of the C-lister that is MODOK, the intelligent, uh, super, he would consider himself a supervillain, but uh, Marvel Marvel and Hulu are releasing an R-rated animated series all about the egomaniac supervillain and egghead of AIM, MODOK. The panel saw producer, writer, creator, and voice of MODOK, Pat Oswald, joined by writer and producer Jordan Bloom, along with his castmates Amy Garcia, Melissa Fumero, and Ben Schwartz. They took questions and gave some first thing- looks at the new series. If you do not know Ben Schwartz, uh, before he voiced Sonic the Hedgehog, we uh, Parks and Rec fans know him as... He's the worst. He is the very, very funny character in Parks and Rec who is just outrageous. Uh, So Ben Schwartz voicing a character in this is going to make for great comedic timing, obviously. Uh, They have basically taken this character that we have grown to know over years and Marvel, mixed in some robot chicken and some stop animation puppets and some of what we wonder what villains do in their off time if they have off time situations. So it is hilarious, um, but also something that we haven't really seen before. I think that it is funny to see Modok blow up all of a sudden. He is the main vid- villain of the newest video game. He has his own show coming out on Hulu, and some say that within Phase Four or Five, we will meet Modoc in the MCU. So it is kind of funny to see the popularity of the giant floating toilet of a villain get uh, the momentum he's getting. Uh, so, uh, so basically, it is a very satirical thing that they are uh, doing. Uh, so please do not think that this is connecting to the MCU and you need to watch it because it's going to give you so many... Don't watch it for that aspect. Watch for the comedy of it because it is a satire. Um, they are talked about getting to play in the sandbox with names and some Marvel toys that they did not think possible. Uh, 
some may even some X stuff of the mutant variety might be showing up in this show. I highly recommend this panel. It was funny. It was cool to see some behind-the-scenes stuff. As I have said, I, I am shocked that it has gained so much momentum to where we are seeing Mo a Modoc central uh, show, even if it is a, a satirical comedy. It is uh, interesting. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I Thank you for tuning in. This is, I know, not your average episode of 30 and 30 podcast but i wanted to discuss some things this is just uh some first part of i don't know two or three parts i am going to continue over the next couple of days just to release some updates for if you have not seen the stuff please uh go check out their youtube channel uh new york city comic con follow them on twitter at ny underscore comic underscore con uh they've still got all the videos up i did check so you are free to watch those panels and then behind the scenes and stuff like that that's still going on on youtube don't forget if you want to watch uh, a live unveiling uh, and breakdown of each night of what new york comic con was you can catch that at twitch.tv slash 607 podcast with Ken M from the ODPH and Rich from Three Fat Nerds. Uh, that's all for me, guys. You take it easy. Enjoy your evening or afternoon whenever you are listening to my voice. Be kind to one another. Stay safe and mask up. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast with your Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack. Brought to you by Ashley Lodge Photography, Freddy Cat Productions, Encore Theatrical Company, and Advertising Expressions. 30 and Nerdy is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and a Badcast Company production. Join the Nerd World Order by following the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow along with the conversation using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. Find us in the Pod Nation at PodChaser.com and rate this episode. Got something to say? Email us at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, cheers to you, nerds. That's all, folks.